listeners, welcome in to Monday the 13th of November. I'm Louise, I'm your host. This is Caithness Craft Collective and I am doing Wovember this month where we speak about all things wool every day in November. I am talking today about Beyond Craft. I hope that this finds you well on Monday. Um, it's not everybody's favourite day but I don't mind it too much because I don't work. Because I'm part-time and I, my day was never Monday and that wasn't me that chose that. However, hopefully you're not being affected by Storm Debbie too much and the lovely Debbies that I know, I know about at least five or six, have put on their social media that they're sorry but it's not their actual fault. So I really hope that you're not getting affected by it. But it's a great day to stay in and craft if you possibly can and listen to podcasts. Hello! So today's prompt is beyond craft and I'm like but there is no such thing as beyond craft it's like where you want to be you want to be in craft because if you have to go beyond craft you're going to to infinity and beyond like what Buzz Lightyear said all right I thought that was funny but I don't think that many of you would right Crafting is quite a nice, comfortable place to be in if you have got the opportunity to sit and engross yourself in it. Or you can just sit and grab that five minutes of... It actually is a mindfulness if you think about it because you're concentrating on something, you're working with your hands, you might actually be concentrating on listening to something else or maybe you're on the tube on the way home or you're going to work on the bus... Hello, you on the bus. I haven't spoken to you for ages. How are you? But you're getting this little bit of crafting in and you can ground yourself whilst you're actually making something and releasing your dopamine. Woohoo. And goodness knows the world is an awful place just now, particularly. We've got volcanoes, we've got conflict and it's not very nice news. So I can understand why people want to just hide in the craft. I mean, we do have to accept that reality is out there. And yes, um, we have to go to the protests. We have to do um, the getting out of the volcanic eruption zones and stuff like that. But at the same time, we can then zen ourselves back into the craft. So we're not ignoring either of them. So if you go beyond craft, I'm thinking maybe you're thinking, not going too much into real life as such, but business you're in business so you're doing all the things that we need to enhance and actually be able to use in our woolly endeavors so somebody give you a sheep because that's where we'll come from what are you going to do you need the sheep shearer he has his own business or she and then you have the wool brokers who the yarn companies would then buy their yarn from and then that is a business and then there's the supply chain for that. Some of it is basically just the haulage there and back and it is beyond craft but it is a supply chain and we have to be thankful for them altogether. And say then we would go into a yarn dyer. Now you've done a bit of yarn dyeing and you think oh this is is quite good fun. Other people around you have gone I like that. I'd buy that if you sold me that. You hear that, oh, you should start a business. Maybe it's perfect opportunity for you. You're a stay-at-home mum or 
you have ceased whatever employment you're in and you have this opportunity to go and start a yarn down business. And you start this yarn down business and you make quite a lot of money. But at the same time, you maybe realise that it's not craft for you anymore, it's a business. And for some people that can be, it loses the, the fun and other people, it, it's what they're born to. For instance, I'm going to think of our lovely Jess from Ginger Twist Studios down in Edinburgh, who has just packed up her lovely little London street shop and is moving around the corner. I think it's Montrose Street, but it is literally round the corner because I looked it up on the map just to see where she was going to. So she's got a slightly bigger shop and she will just embrace that because Jess is very wise and she's the right kind of person that we want for this beyond craft. And then we've got designers, designers who maybe worked in a bit of the yarn business or they had a job and they just happened to be good at this at the same time. And then one day they've taken a leap of faith and they've gone full time. And we thank them for that because um, we need designers. We need somebody to give us inspiration and um, some new ways of doing stuff. Even though we've only got two stitches at the end of the day when it comes to knitting and maybe one in crochet, but with lots and lots of different variations on knitting and crochet. Um, and to come up with something original is hard. And we have to thank our designers. So if you're a designer, I am clapping for you. And then we would have our other businesses, see a notion pouch people, the notions themselves, the knitting needle makers, the pin makers. I'm sitting here playing with the pins and my um, pin cushion of my dog. When I was sewing yesterday, Richard was using sort of like curtain fabric and I says, oh, here, use the thicker pins. And he went, how do you know the difference? I says, oh, they've just, they've got a different heads in them here. And then he goes, would it not make more sense if you, when you were putting your pins back into your pin cushion dog, put them in the same area so, so that they're all in the same place? And I went, ah, well, when... Daisy's here. Daisy does that for me, and hence this pincushion dog has had a Mohican. He, oh, he doesn't. He normally has one stuck up his behind, poor thing, and he often has some stuck in his ears. But he doesn't seem to today either. So Daisy likes to make all the different pins, sort of collect in the same area. So I've got dress making pins. They're a bit thinner in the top, and then on the back end, um, they're cheap pins you get with the knit magazines or the um, sewing magazines and they're always thick and they're never very good but I've got them and um, they're good for thick, thicker material like curtain material or you want to stab something to the dress making thing and you can use this as a weightier pin. I've told you before my favourite pins are ones I got from Ikea long ago i've never seen them since but they've got red tops to them with a slight flare out of the plastic back and they're really easy to grip when you're working with them but then i quite like the ones that just got the little round ball plastic bit at the top and then i mean i could even go 
with the little old-fashioned pins with the, just all metal. They're good for when you're ironing because then you're not going to melt anything or upset your iron. So I'm thankful to the notions beyond craft people because they've thought about this and I get to talk to you on my Beyond Craft podcast. Um, Big Karen actually suggested to me the other day that I should start doing a video podcast and you know I did think about it at first I went no because and I'll tell you two reasons because I never put makeup on really I actually got to the stage I don't know how to anymore <laughs> I hate seeing myself on video and oh well three reasons and I don't have a lovely tidy space that's got good lighting all the time with an easy video setup to have um, these wonderful video podcasts that you see or I've seen and Big Karen says do you know what I don't want to hear that I want to hear the reality I want to see the mess and I went why and she went because then that would make me feel better because I'm not one of these highfalutin yarn people that can afford all these expensive yarns I want to see when you, you go littles and you buy the cheaper stuff I want to see it when you make mistakes and hold it up and then you kind of get your lighting right. That would make me feel better. And I went, I would be actually really good at that. <laughs> so I did think about it for a little while. And then she said, oh, and you can make money on it as well because you get adverts on the YouTubes. And then that's when I went, mm, I don't like the adverts on the YouTubes. I like watching the videos and I get why they get the adverts on it. But I really don't like the adverts on the YouTube. And I, can, I know, I know, this is advertising. It makes the world go round and everything. And um, and I know that if people don't have a big income, it's a wee thing getting income, and I don't grudge them for that. But I still don't like the adverts, and I'm allowed not to. Um, so then I don't have adverts anymore on my podcast, and the only adverts I ever did have were for uh, crafty businesses such as Scotch Tweed, because she's my friend. And I really want to encourage you all to go to businesses that I think were good. Some of the adverts on YouTube were absolutely nothing to do with a craft. However, that's just my thoughts. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. So that's beyond craft. And then, yeah, I've got, actually, I've got written down income. So you're getting income from beyond craft. And it's a huge industry. Absolutely huge. You've got your magazines. You've got your um, sewing machine industry. You've got the wool brokers themselves. You've got um, everything from when the sheep is farmed through to when you actually cast that jumper off. And even then, beyond that, you're having to take care of that jumper by depilling it or washing it in wool care. So it's a huge surrounding thing when you think about it. Gee whiz, I didn't think I was going to have um, eight minutes of this. And there we go, we're at 12. So I hope you have the rest of a good Monday and I'll speak to you tomorrow.